On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin Where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everybody. This is Pub Crawlers with the Geriatric Genius and Clown uh, for another show. Another As the Ale House Turn show. Another opening of another show. There's no business like show business. There's no business I know. Da 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 da. da. Let's get on with the show, motherfucker. <laughs> He's in a real good mood today, everybody. Well, I got a good nap. Oh, that's good. That's no. actually really good when you get in a good nap. Because I've been staying up really late watching Downton Abbey, and it's kind of thrown my. What sleep season head. are you on? Uh, it's only three more, and it'll be done. Wait, three more episodes? Three more. Holy fuck! Yeah. You're like you're seriously binge watching. Motherfucking right. <laughs> I don't think that's I, I don't think that's what what that I, doesn't I, sound like Lady Graham to me. I I identify, Where are your manners? I identify a lot with Lord Grantham. You do? Yeah, I'm just kind of a yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, Grantham, not Graham. Grantham. Why do you Why do you relate? Because I'm kind of a dinosaur. I belong probably in a different generation. Who's your favorite character besides him? Um, for a while, I, I kind of like... I like Daisy a lot. Uh-huh. And Mrs. Pridmore. Pridmore Patmore. Yeah, Patmore. 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 I like her a lot. I like, I like most... You of like her. the people down under. Well, I like, Underneath the stairs. I mean, I'd like to bang Lady Mary. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I love Maggie Smith, of course. Oh, of course, you know, I was she's very, the best. I was very lucky. My Uncle Hugh, twice when I was just late teens or, or early 20s, took me to, I think, the old Blackstone Theater once and some, to see Maggie, Maggie Smith when she was in her absolute prime. Oh, my really? God, is she fantastic. Actress. I mean, I know she's very old, but holy shit, she's so good in that show. She just oh, tells she, it like it is. Oh, she's, she was just... I mean, just mesmerizing seeing her on the stage. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a movie that just came out. I, I literally just I watched un- it on the, on the plane. I understand that. I want to see that after I see everything. I watched it on the plane going to Mexico. Um, the Queen comes to visit. The King and Queen had to stay at Downton Abbey. Oh, really? Hmm? It was okay. It was an okay movie. Just Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know how like you get excited because you love a show and, and the characters well, and they're know, gone for a while. It was nice to see all that e- back. Ebert, Ebert's a huge, was a huge Anglophile, and um, I wish I would have gone to London because he was he was always going over to London. He invited me to come with him a couple times. I wish I would have because he was a walker. Oh yeah, Dodo. Well, I, you know, I was busy. What else you got going on? I always had shit like going what. On. Roger Ebert invites you to fucking London. Usually it was during golf season. Oh God! So, uh, but he he paid me a great compliment. I I now look back at because he once once my my blog got sailing along and I had all my characters, Fat Reuben and Street Jimmy and Buzzkill and everybody. 
and Clown and all my all my resident characters. Ebert puts on his blog that he is more invested in my characters, even more invested in my blog characters than he is in the characters in Downton Abbey. And I know he loved Downton Abbey. So that's a really good compliment. You mean like the original British version? What the fuck else do you think I'm talking about? Because the Downton Abbey today has only been around for how long? I don't know. It's been around forever. I mean, we're still alive. No, the version you're seeing, the American version you're it's seeing. It's a version. He, he was, what are you talking about? You gotta specify. How many, how many versions were there? Two. What do you mean, two? It's based on another show, a British show. No, he's this. It's American. like something about down under the stairs or the people. Well, sta- so, I don't know. Whatever the hell it is, I mean, he was alive enough to watch that and. I've been writing my blog, I think, for almost 10, 12 years now. Yeah, I guess it would have started back that shit. Time flies. Time flies when, when you're, you're doing nothing. When you're dying? <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> Clown. Clown chimes in. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so I've been watching I've been watching, watching it. So is this what you did all weekend? No. I do that before I go to bed. I, I went... Um, now, my whole schedule got fucked up on Sunday. Or wait. My schedule got fucked up a couple of times. But my schedule got uh, fucked up on Sunday because I had to attend Don and Angel's wedding reception out, out in the, the far southwest side of Chicago. Actually, it was in Elsip on 115th Street. That's far. It's far, and it's like another world. I don't think I've ever been. Well, you're not missing a, a great deal. Well, have you ever been out to um, Beverly? Yeah, of course. Yeah, this is right on the border. It's right. Oh, really? Yeah, it's right. It's right the, across across the border. Beverly's far. You cross the border uh, of Mount Greenwood, which is just a little, you know, it's a little enclave for commerce, yeah. so they can have Chicago residents. For sure. So it's a little, and then Alsip appears to be pretty much all white. Hmm. And the sea, you know. So is this where this couple is from? That's a good question. I never asked them why the fuck they had it out there, but they're both flight attendants. So it's close to Midway Airport, and I'm sure it's cheap. Oh. Well, maybe, so maybe, they, maybe they live out there since that's where they well, work. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they do, although they have, also have a place <clears> in. Uh, that place. Now you were present when I introduced you to Angel. Yes. You hid your eye. You averted your eyes. It was the worst introduction I've ever had to a person in my life. I don't understand your thinking. I mean, any normal lesbian would love it when some girl starts flashing her snatch. I mean, any reasonable normal lesbian would not be a, a, a not going to a fetal position. I'm just not really normal in you a lot of ways. went into a fetal position. And, you know, it took me I a lot of coaxing. I was disgusted. You know how much coaxing it takes to get a girl in a bar, in a full bar, to show her snatch? Why would you even do that? Why would I even do that? Okay, why would you do that? And, and, and secondly, why it. would even someone uh, comply? Because I'm very persuasive. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah, that was one of the worst introductions to a person I've ever met. We were the couple, though. That, that, that young couple sitting up on the table, and I yeah, asked Yeah, everyone's it, appalled. And she asked if they minded if she <laughs> showed Excuse me. Excuse the, me. Do you mind if I drop my pants and, and show the, everybody my my private yeah, bits? Yeah, and then the girl that was sitting with the guy, the guy was, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. 
But the girl, no. So she had to come yes. down. She had to come down sea level. Sea level. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so I, I went. I went to that with Rock and Roll Ruth, and I went to the um, reception. I, I the only person I knew was a guy named Nathan who used to work here for a while, and he moved out of town. But um, Martha, who used to go with one of our bartenders. Martha Don, who was one of the, now a flight attendant, he wasn't then when I first met him, and Nathan, they all were roommates right around the corner. That's how I originally met all of them. They were all living together. So was it a fun wedding? Um, well, that it, the Ron, I thought this band was serious. And, you know, I'm, you know, you know how much I like Rock music, music yeah. Although they started out with the Boz's Lowdown. Ooh, I like that. But it's but Ruth said, "You stupid fuckhead, this is a parody strip." Because the guy, the the, the lead singer is wearing these um, plaid pants, a tight a white T-shirt with his with a little gut. It's kind of a skinny guy with a gut, and kind of spastic moves. And um, but Ruth knew all the songs. She kind of, you know. And, um, a, like a bad cover band? No, it's like they're doing a parody of some kind of, um, I don't know whether it's called Stockholm Syndrome Rock or something <laughs> like that. And um, <laughs> That is a new genre I've never heard of. Well, I hadn't heard of it either. And um, But the crowd kind of liked them, but they weren't plotting uproariously. There was one of those things where you had... About 150 people. There's about 25 tiny little kids zooming. Oh, I don't like that at all. Well, I don't. I don't mind it. It's like a wedding. I know. But but uh, the venue is like in a, a airplane hangar in a strip mall. Curious. So, so kind of out, out of the way. How long did you stay? Uh, a couple hours. Oh, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, I'm sure well, you were. Well, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth enjoyed it for up to. Up to a point. I'm sure you were exhausted afterward. Well, no, we came here. Oh, good for you. Yeah, in fact, I drove her down Kedzie, which is a whole world, especially at night. There goes Street Jimmy, very, very purposefully. Oh, yeah. Um, we drove, you know, because there's a whole world. A whole, you, don't see, you know what you don't see anymore? Kedzie and what, like all the way? All, well, I was going to get on at, the, at 55, but I went, there wasn't an entrance there. So, um... Ended up going all the way to the uh, Eisenhower, but I didn't know, I hadn't seen all these um, uh, laundromats, these modern laundromats, you know, I mean, poor people need to wash their clothes, you know, <laughs> you used to see them everywhere, but. Laundromats still exist. Yeah, well, it still exists. Everywhere. Yeah. Not just on Kedzie. But I mean, we're such a, a, a segregated town. Now, Alsip was white, Mount Greenwood was all white. Mm-hmm. Beverly's now integrated. But when you go straight back north down Kedzie, all of a sudden you're, you get out of the all-white neighborhood. Then the next block, it's all black. And then you go for a mile there. Then the next block, it's all Mexican. I mean, it's just this, everything that we say. We're the most segregated city in the country. I, I, we have to be. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well, on a scale of 0 to 10, yeah. what would you rate the wedding? Oh, 20. Oh. <laughs> it's very good of you. I did a portrait of the newlyweds. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a, those are nice gifts you do. I th- oh, it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. it's their retirement now. 
Um, I was going to invite you to this thing yesterday, but I'm glad I didn't since you already had a commitment. Yeah, I had a commitment. And, and none of the, nobody <clears> from the, I mean, it's just too damn far from Daskale for those people to come. So it was good I showed. And Martha was the only old towner that I, I think that attended, at least not while I was there. So, I mean, you kind they had, of... They had, a, they had a put on the wedding invitations that all kids had to be out of there by 8. That's a good rule. I think that's You're going to have kids fine, but after a while, yeah. let's, let's skedaddle. Yeah. And let the party happen. Yeah. I, I encourage these two little kids to throw bread rolls in, 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 in the other room. And? Because somebody was told them they couldn't do it. I said, you just go and do it all you want when you're at a wedding reception. Did they do it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Way to uh, make sure you uh, <clears throat> let everyone know that Bruce Elliott was at your wedding. Well, I don't think, you know, there was, I guess there's a lot of, you're not supposed to call them stewardesses anymore, especially the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to call them flight attendants. Yeah. I think there were probably a lot of them there. I'm but sure. Not, but not super. Not Maybe super. that's why it was an airport hangar, right? Makes sense. No, where's it really? It's a strip mall, which doesn't have a lot to do with it. It was, it was the size of an air. You know. Oh, so it was not a hangar. It looked like one with different rooms and lots of TVs. Interesting. Yeah. Now, Clown, speaking of something interesting, before he came here tonight, Clown went to McDonald's for a uh, double cheeseburger and fries and a Coke. Guess what it cost him? Uh, it's five bucks. Nine bucks. McDonald's. What does that come with? McDonald's. Fries and a Coke. And a cheeseburger? Yeah. Or a bigger burger? There is no possibility that they're it charging It used to those. be like five bucks. They of course, maybe 20 years They ago. can't be charging that out in... No, I've got it's gotta definitely be based on neighborhood. Maybe it's based on race. It's based on zip code. He's a white guy, hit him up. (laughs) Double the price. Well, I think that's something (laughs) but that's zip code race. Yeah, for sure. Also, Clown, why are you eating at McDonald's? Um, Mrs. Clown was sleeping off a drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So So I had to stop somewhere on the way. Oh, because usually she makes you dinner? No, I don't know if she's drunk, but she was uh, you know, taking Mrs. a nap. Mrs. Clown is actually a good cook. I've had dinner there a couple of Does she make yeah, you dinner every good. night? Uh, lately she has been, yes. That's nice. Yeah. What does she make? Well, I beat her <laughs> if she doesn't. So. <laughs> and since he, moved <laughs> in, since he moved into the basement, she made her first appearance down there. Wait yeah. a minute. Okay, so you live in the basement. Yes. And she doesn't come visit you ever? No, the first time she saw it So what was happened? Uh, this weekend. Why? Well, she came down to watch a movie. I invited her over to watch a movie. <laughs> you guys are so I made some weird. popcorn. <laughs> so And she odd. said, this is a nice place. And I said, well, you know, I'm all about the ladies. <laughs> got to make the ladies comfortable. You know, she's got a, she's actually got a, uh, a fur coat she's trying to get rid of. You know, an old fur coat. Uh-huh. It's worth about. It's probably worth about seven or eight thousand. Oh wow! So I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna well, keep it downstairs and try to get someone naked in it. People. people <laughs> These that, are like, amazing life goals, clown. There, there is. Uh, there's kind of. You want to uh, wear the. You want to wear the fur. You want to wear the fur. <laughs> there's a negativity to wearing fur coats. Oh now. yeah, I know. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. Like ten year, ten years ago, I think it was a lot worse. 
People are worried about other things now. They're not talking about furs. Yeah. Well, they were so. going, women were walking down Michigan Avenue and people were doing oh, yeah. like throwing shit at them. We're yeah. putting like gum in it and shit. Paint. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. You should no, not mess with other people's property. No, it's not. I, I, uh, I'm not saying I'm the uh, culprit, but Abra Anderson came in here with her uh, leopard coat many, many years ago. This was after she. A leopard coat? Coat. Leopard okay. skin, leopard skin coat. Real, real deal. And really? somebody poured coffee and That's Kahlua terrible. and all kinds of shit all over her coat. And she said she'd never come in here again. I don't blame her. It's terrible. Nobody's, nobody was sad. <laughs> That's the alehouse for you. That's the alehouse. That's the alehouse. Um, Cl- well, Mrs. Clown, she also has a uh, like an antelope rug. Mm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> why did she? Why, how did she I've acquire all these? She brought it back from Africa. Oh, you should sell her that. Uh, you should sell her uh, fur on eBay and just take a little commission off the top. Yeah. For your you troubles. Know, yeah, actually, clown, you don't have to do that yeah. shit. Yeah. I've been trying to get her on eBay. Well, just yeah, do it. She'd be great on eBay. Well, just, just do it. Just she won't notice yeah, that stuff just missing. Just <laughs> get her a nice little actually, gift set for yourself. Actually, oh my God. actually, there is something missing. And she noticed. She uh, she came to the realization that for three years she was like pretty much comatose. <laughs> and she wasn't aware of much going on in those three-year time period. But her uh, she had a drawer that was inside her china cabinet that was full of silver. It's probably 20 pounds of silver. And it's missing. I wouldn't say so somebody a, stole it. I wouldn't say the boxer in the basement did it, but I would say that <laughs> there's a history there of. Well, you know, we had a few house guests over the years. Yeah, but so we you never know. You check how he's trunk. But I know that the boxer's <laughs> campaign manager missed some valuable minerals from his You know, the, the weird thing about it though is that they took the drawer. I mean, wouldn't you think they anyone that took that's, the whole drawer? Yeah, anyone that stole it, you don't you think they just throw it into a backpack and sneak out? Who's a classy thief? Well, I'm thinking it, it may have, uh, you know, it may have been one of the trips to the the storage container places, and they just stuck it in their trunk instead of the car or the truck. Well, who, oh. could, who could blame them? Yeah. So people well, still buy silver ups, these she's days. She's pretty upset Fuck about yeah. that. Well, you can just sell yeah, it as silver, especially after the market today. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Over a thousand. It's only a third time. A thousand points. Um, what exactly are you now, speaking of? By the way, Chinatown, they showed on TV tonight. Absolute ghost town. And they're trying to... Oh, that's sad. They're tr- yeah, I know, because there, there's no there's no bigger... Well, we told Street Jimmy that he's lucky he moved out of Chinatown because there was a virus killing everybody down there. <laughs> And um, Jimmy is very concerned about the coronavirus now after I described it. If there's anybody immune to any virus, oh, it's, yeah. it's Jimmy. He'd probably kill, <laughs> he would probably kill the virus. In fact, The virus be, would enter his body and it would, just, it would be destroyed. They should probably take his immune system and make the, next, the vaccinations There's, out of that. Just use his blood as the uh, vaccination. But, but people, I mean, the, oh even the most popular place down there is down to 30%. And, and some of the places are just dying. I mean, this... The economic uh, ramifications of this particular virus is really could be catastrophic. Yeah, I'm willing. I'm willing 
to let this happen if it would take down our president. He says, he reassured everybody, he said as soon as the weather gets warm, it'll, it'll go away. With all of his scientific knowledge, <laughs> I, don't worry. It's 70 degrees. It'll yeah. be gone. Yeah, don't worry. As soon as the weather gets warm, we're all fine. <laughs> we'll be fine after Easter. Yeah. No even problem. Though, no problem. Even though it's fr- it, it, it's it's thriving in Thailand and other yeah. places like that. Is Gro- it really? Growth tends to stop with nice weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every, germ- every scientist knows that. Yeah, and germs, germs, <laughs> germs are terrified of hot weather. <laughs> you never see insects or germs when the weather gets warm. No, they love winter. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's I have I didn't pay attention to the news today, so I'm uh, and I'm not surprised that this would affect the global economy. Well, I mean, I mean, China's like a big player right now, and you quarantined it, and nobody. I mean, you gonna buy something from China tomorrow? <laughs> no, yeah. people. I mean, but poor Chinatown. I mean, they're they're innocent. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah, I, I, um, who did I see? Someone posted a couple of weeks ago when they had the, you know, the New Year's, Chinese New Year's parade down in Chinatown. They have it every year. It was like no one was there. When was that? Recently? It was like a month ago. Yeah, whenever Chinese New Year's. When the coronavirus? Yeah. Well, Nobody you know what? There. Maybe it'd be smart for the Chinese people in Chinatown not to wear those fucking masks. That would <laughs> make it look kind of like, oh, I'm not, we're not worried. You see people wearing all those face masks everywhere, though. Why do they call it the coronavirus? I don't know, actually. I thought it was maybe from Mexico. Something like that. I, uh, the Medela yeah. virus. I don't know why they came up. I, it'd be interesting. We, we need to know. How do you name your vi- different viruses? I don't know. And it came out of China? Oh yeah, and it's I'm like some surprised they didn't have a somebody, Chinese name. I mean, they've kind of limited it to somebody was eating like a um, some kind of a strange combination beetle reptile. I mean, Wait, they what? Eat, yeah, I mean, it came out of one of their food things. It's yeah, a, it's an animal. It's like it's like whoever over in Africa fucked the first chimpanzee with AIDS. That's how that started. So I don't think anybody fucked the, fucked the lizard. They probably just ate it. Someone <laughs> ate it. Maybe they fucked it and ate it. Yeah, maybe they fucked it and ate it. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> but that's, I mean, it's just a cautionary thing. Don't be fucking exotic little creatures. Don't fuck animals. No. <laughs> or reptiles. No reptiles. Have you ever had sex with a sheep? I'll tell you what. That's why, you know why, you know why Scotsmen wear kilts? Because a sheep can hear a zipper from almost a half a mile away. Wait, what's that joke? There's a great joke. You don't have the Greek one? Huh? The Greek one? The Greek like, joke? Yeah, I can't. Tell me the joke, I can't remember clown. it. No, I can't hey, I gotta tell you. Because I don't know. I, I can't in, remember the whole I'm, joke. I'm from, I'm from Downers Grove, which we call Uppers Grove. But there's a school in Denver and Woods, which is kind of where all the rich people live in Downers Grove. And uh, Denver Woods is this private school. And they have a little, and they did at least then, they had a little kind of farm, few farm animals in this, in this little exclusive private school. And uh, there was this kid I knew, and I, I really loved this guy. I wonder what ever happened to him. I think he wanted to become an artist, but he was, uh, he actually went in the Marines. 
I probably shouldn't use his whole fucking name. His, his first name was Dick. And it was a really good I book. love it how you're very uh, well, I, specific about not naming names well, this on guy, certain days and times, but all of a sudden he probably wouldn't want blurt this, out some random fucking name. He probably wouldn't want this story told, but he was the best pool player of, of the kids. I mean, the guy was really a great pool player. But he, he was, and he was terrific at ping, uh, he was terrific at ping pong. He was good at all sports that most people didn't do. I, I used to just kill him playing golf because he, I mean, he would gamble. I mean, but anyway, one day when we were kids, I'm probably 12, 13. He was a year or two older than I was. I'm walking through Denver and Woods, and I see Dick walking. Uh, he's got this two hip boots slung over his shoulder, and I said, "Where the where the fuck is going?" He says, "Man, why don't you come with me?" He says, "I'm going over to fuck one of the sheep at Avery Cleanly School," and um, he says, "I'll show you the one that's a good fuck." I went, "I says, what, you're fucking the sheep at Avery Cleanly School?" Yeah. I says, "What do you got the boots for?" He says. The, you need the boots because you're going into kind of a messy situation and you got to put the hind legs inside the boots so the fucking sheep <laughs> so the sheep does a rare so Dick he'd hold the fucking tail of the sheep and I said so now I don't want to fuck the sheep it doesn't you know but but you know here's a guy that th- takes it down to the point where he's got hip boots he sticks the sheep's hind legs in the fucking boots and he says the other sheep doesn't like to get fucked he says, but they got pussies just like a broad. Just God, exactly like a broad. Well, I mean, this is real life. Except they're sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Except they're sheep. That's yeah. disgusting. And they can probably give you VD, too. You know, so you go to your doctor and say, I got the clap from the sheep over at Avery Coomer School. <laughs> poor sheep. Bah. Poor, poor sheep. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder, well, I've always wondered what happened to Dick. I, I, I think I'll Google and see whatever. I had many an adventure with him. Really? Yeah, his father was kind of rich. I mean, his family had dough. And here he was fucking sheep? Well, I mean, it's your kid. You gotta go, you, you know, it wasn't... Order like a, a, a blow-up doll in the mail and stay at home. I mean, he liked the sheep. He said it Keep was it a good dry. Piece. He said the sheep was a good piece of ass. <laughs> so fucked up. I, I don't think it's more. I mean, somebody told me that they fucked a chicken once, but the chicken dies oh, after you fuck it. <laughs> well, then you got that dinner. Oh, you got God. dinner. You get laid in the dinner. <laughs> got a chicken dinner. This goes back to fucking and eating. Well, that's the, the way you gotta look at it. <laughs> that's the way you look at it. I guess. I mean, is it? Fuck them and eat them. Don't pray. Praying mantises. Uh, the mate die after they have sex yeah. or something like that. God, what you guys will do for sex. Oh, it comes few and far between when you're a kid. We were just talking about how you've been very smart for most of your life, except when it comes to the, to well, the sex when stuff. It, when it comes to pussy? Yeah. I've made errors. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I've made errors. I just, I just wish I wasn't so adverse to being rejected. I would have gotten a lot more pussy. Bruce was telling us... Talking about this lady who hit on him a year or so ago, a couple years ago, and and he's sitting there going, what, what, "What the fuck are you hitting on me for? I got a girlfriend. I got stuff going on." His whole fucking life, he's had a girlfriend of sorts. Yes, but and all of a sudden it matters. No, what 
Yes, it matters, of course. All of a sudden. Well, I'm just, as, it, it was, it was. As Clown said, all of a sudden you have it, morals. It, it was gradual. <laughs> you know, I've, I learned life lessons. It's almost like you could follow the a chart where the older you get, the morals increased or something. Well, and also the op opportunities decrease. <laughs> Lack of options. Lack well, of, you know. Well, options decrease. <sighs> you fellas, you fellas. Oh, you. Oh, you. Special. Oh, 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 you, I got oh, you guys oh, a present. Oh, you dykes are so morally superior. I brought, I brought you two a present. About, gosh, shit, I don't know, 20 years ago, a friend of mine <laughs> shared this with me, and it was the most hilarious things I've ever read. And you guys can decide who's going to read it first. But talk about parodies. This is a little book. It's called The Butches of Madison County. The Butchers. The Butches. You know, I read, my the mom butches. loved that original book, um, The Bridges. Yeah. And so I read it, and I said, Bob. This is fucking soap opera shit. And then I remembered my, my mother watched all the soap operas. But it, yeah, it's, everyone loves a good a, love story. It was a, it was a horrible, it was a horrible, what'd you do to your goddamn? Uh, nothing, I don't know. There. Uh, uh, it's, it's a, it was it, a horrible book, Bridges of Madison I never read it, but everyone loves a good cheesy love story. Anyway, so this is a parody based on the same thing, but it's called The Butches. You guys can read this in like an hour. What are you doing to your... Nothing. Uh, What's going on? I don't know. And I... Are, are are we hearing everyone? Yeah. Okay. Maybe here. I, I just moved good? this. I just moved it. Well, her her no? her, her headphones flew off. He's <laughs> laughing too hard <laughs> at the fucking sheep. <laughs> yeah. No, not the sheep. The chicken. Mac. Fucking and eating. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I anyway. mean, kill it. Fucking a fucking a, a a chicken and dies while you're fucking it. I mean, that's that is kind of perverted, isn't it? No, you no. What ask? are you talking about? If you're a farm boy, <laughs> no. You have to ask. Oh, it seems oh to me. God. God, what if the sheep died? That'd be something. <laughs> it'd be just like it'd be just like a woman. <laughs> what is that? Lamb chops or what? Are you, <laughs> lamb chop. Oh God. That puppet. Or what do they call? What do they call uh, sheep? That's uh, when you eat them. What's lamb? Yeah. It's <laughs> not lamb. It's because lambs are the babies. Mutton. That's mutton. 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 Right. We're talking about mutton. Oh, I thought you were talking about that puppet. Lamb yeah, chop. I did too. I was like, what the fuck? You're going to fuck you think people now? Use, that people <laughs> use that lamb chop to masturbate with? You oh, think the God. You the cameraman did? We're taking this to a whole... When she, she would be like trying to move its oh, mouth and it'd Lord. be stuck together the next day? Well, I mean, did you ever go over to the zoo and examine the vaginas of, of right. sheep? <laughs> no, you're just getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's not. It's just scientific. Scientific, my ass. All right, so listen, um, you guys can read this in like an hour. It's hilarious. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a I good think parody. Have, I think you have some other books to read. I've got a, a lineup are, of books. That are hilarious. And um, also... A chronicle of a dung beetle warrior, which should be out for everybody now, but this certain person has been slacking off big fucking time. It's all ready to, it's all ready to be you published. You know what's crazy? I've had a really busy February, which is bananas, because this is usually my downtime. Well, sure, when you take two-week vacations. No, I was, I was working for a week of that. 
but then I've had a lot of other projects come my way, which is great. I'm not complaining because, you know, uh, I like to work and making money is nice. But I've just been particularly busy, and I'm sorry that you have been... Neglected. I think the word we're looking for is badly, badly neglected. I um, and I spent... Wanna, I want to apologize to all my fans because I know Chronicle is ready to roll. And if it wasn't for... I'll get to your house and, and download the final edited version and get this... That's all we rolling. need to do. Hey, but the book cover is uh, progressing. Well, this, this is all... Are we using... Are we going to use that same fucking website? Uh, Amazon. Yeah, whatever it's you called. You know, I'll ask my daughter. She uses that and some other one. Oh, she does? Yeah. I mean, I, she may be even willing. I don't know if she'd be willing to do mine. She's got, she's got like fourth or fifth book she's just knocked off. Damn. Yeah, she's going full speed. Wait. She knows all the. All she the, sells them on Amazon, right? Yeah, but also Barnes and Noble, and I mean, she, there's other Will websites. You just ask her which one she prefers, because I, we need to go that route. Although you already have all your shit set up in the other one. Yeah, but no, I, we got to use Amazon because all my other ones are. Yeah, you know okay. <clears throat> you know what's weird about Amazon? You know, I <clears throat> I have four on Amazon, and they show up at, like in Japanese and stuff. If you do like Google searches, because Amazon just sends them all over the world. Really? So you'll see at your book, like, and it's like all the prints in Japanese, stuff like that. It's bizarre. That is bizarre. And it ends yeah. up, it ends up on Google. It ends up on Barnes and Noble. It ends up on a lot of things just through Amazon. Yeah. So they I just mean, they push them out quite a bit to different uh, booksellers. I'm yeah. I I, I don't want to get fancy here. I just want them out and done. Because I have I have a couple more books I want to write. Really? Yeah. I want to. I mean. I have to write when I get back out of jail to back to Chicago uh, up to 1984 when Grace is born, and then I want to do one of what my childhood out in um, Upper's Grove. I've got a lot of scores to settle. <laughs> <laughs> Lots. Um, okay. Well, I will. I will come to your house soon and get this done. Last week, you know what I did? I had to spend a whole. I had the the pleasure. Of spending a whole afternoon with a NHL team and their moms. You know, I I, I don't know anything about hockey, but I Me know either. one thing for sure: hockey players, when they're interviewed, are, are you know, you take who are the dumbest athletes? <laughs> now, baseball players used to be they're all hillbillies for the most part, but there is nothing dumber than one of those small town Canadian hockey players. You know, when they they're talking. They're, they're supposed to be nice guys. I, I guess they're making big-time money now. They didn't, for a long time, they didn't make the money, the other people. But God damn, are they boring. And they're all missing their teeth. Well, well amazing. Not so much like the Bobby Hull and those guys. Oh, those Makita. guys all. Well, Jesus, here's what I'll tell you. These gentlemen were very, very nice. And But when I, when I met them, when I met the whole team, the one thing that I was truly, truly shocked what by. What team? What team? I don't know that I should say. The, not the Hawks? No. Oh, no. Okay. The one thing that I was very, very surprised by is that they just looked kind of like average guys. They weren't overly tall. No, hockey players look like, they look like average people. Yeah, they were not, I don't think I saw one that was over like six feet tall. Well, that would be a disadvantage of real tall. I mean, there have been a few, but no, they weren't And normal. they were like big dudes. They were just very like lean and muscular. 
very yeah. lean. Yeah. Yeah, and they're very agile. Well, they're all shocked. great skaters. Yeah, they have to be have yeah. to be able to skate. I mean, that's their primary thing. They're mm-hmm. just great skaters. Um, but they were very nice, and none of them were missing teeth. Really? They were very that, fashionable. Which well, I thought was I interesting. Well, I mean, maybe they were false teeth. Did any of them make, well, up, any make them play for you? No, I was too busy doing other stuff. Oh. And their moms are very nice. Very nice ladies. Any, any of the moms make them play for you? Mm, no. No place to be had. Oh. Uh, but they were lo- lovely ladies. <laughs> we're having all kinds of issues over here. Uh, lovely ladies. Uh, all, also, the moms were very, um, also very fit. Hockey moms are fit. Yeah. Like, oh, I, get, I see the jeans. I see the, you know, they pass down their, their fitness to their sons in the jeans. And certainly, uh, I get it. But it was a lovely day. Anyway, that was that was that took up a, a good chunk of the week last week. Yeah, well, we need to have a little chunk of your time. Because once, once we get the, the manuscript over to your house... That's easy. That's gonna. That's gonna take basically like two moves. I understand that, but if I make the wrong move, I don't. I, um, three years of work go down the toilet. This is true. So we. Can't. Wait a minute. Don't you know how to email it to me? I'm, but first, I gotta press the button that no, makes no, all no. the. No, no, no. You can no, send it to me. No, I'm not gonna take that gamble. <laughs> no gamble. Why? No. And oh, we should also mention we're worried about. Ukraine might might get quarantined, and wait, what? He's over. He was over in France skiing with little Ukraine, and um, then I begged him when his Tesla stock hit eight sixty. I said, Ukraine, sell, 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 sell. And guess what? What? He took about a two hundred point hit today, and I. So begged why does him. he have to be quarantined? So I said. Because all over the world, man. I mean, who knows what the next big outbreak is going to be in either Prague or what, what's, the, what's the big city in Ukraine again? Kiev. 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 Kiev or whatever. Kiev. And um, so we certainly don't want him stranded over there. He wouldn't be able to sell Wait, he's stock. still there? He's been over there for a month. Dear God. Well, you know what he's had to do is find a new manager for his uh, bookstore, and he had to find bartenders and managers. I think he should just make permanent residency over there and just visit here at this rate. Well, I, w- I do want to go over when he's going to Prague. I hear Prague's a real it's cool beautiful. place. beautiful. And he knows the way around. It's always great to go somewhere. Yeah, insider track. Yeah, and I'd like to go over there, and I know Ruth would love to go there, and um, just spend five, six days over there. Checking it out. Over there. Over there. Um, yesterday I went to a crawfish boil. And it was perfect because it was 50 degrees. It was on the rooftop of this hotel. And the crawfish were so fucking good. You would have been in heaven. Care to mention the hotel? Um, the, the, the restaurant is called the Devereaux. Or just Devereaux. French. And it's uh, on the top floor of the Viceroy Hotel. In the Gold Coast. What's the address? Fuck, I don't know. That's uh, like Russian chestnut or something. Oh. There used to be a, 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 a shit box of a hotel, but 
that used to be there, but I remember the bar. Everyone used to drink outside. Oh, yeah. <coughs> no, that's a Maryland. You know, I, no. met, uh, I met Rally there. <coughs> what Did you ever see him? He was wearing around? an alehouse T-shirt, and he was uh, sitting like Buddha up on his table. How many, how many years ago was that? Sound like Rally. It was 2007. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't yeah. seen, I haven't laid eyes. He tried to come in here with some guy with the dog, and I said no. But Raleigh's been a real disappointment. He became a complete Burton person, and then he was going to sell. He, he had vetted some. How did he become a, you didn't, he never got kicked out of here, did he? No. No, he just no, became he was boycotting. one. He was out of choice? Yeah, out of choice, he became a Burton place. Oh. Well, he lived in that hotel around the corner. <clears throat> But he was supposed to sell some... Suit. Yeah, he lived in my hotel, he Carling. Yeah, he discovered, he, he insisted he discovered some groundbreaking computer thing. He was a computer guy. Yeah. And he had he actually got Mitt and some Mitt's lawyer and all. They were oh, in here really? talking his shit <laughs> up. And um, I didn't, thus far, I don't think Raleigh is a millionaire. No. Man, I'm trying to think what the name of that bar was. I used to love going there. Well, I don't give a shit. What was the name of the hotel or the uh, the bar? You, yeah, that's is it saying. still there? It's not the same bar, though. No, God, no, no. They took over. Oh no, it's all fancy now. The, the building yeah, they, they tore they tore the bar the hotel down, but they kept facade. So they're about the first four or five floors is, is the facade yeah. of the old place. But I think you're talking about the place that Bobby Arnstein jumped out of. I have no idea. Um, but that was a fun place to drink outdoors. Anyway. This rooftop, uh, a Devereaux, and they they had a. <coughs> it was great because they literally had three giant tables, where it was all covered, of course, in newspaper, and there's you know guys cooking in the corner, and literally like they would just come and dump. How many did you eat? God, uh, hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah. They're good, aren't they? They're so good. Yeah. They literally would just come and dump this big cooler that was steaming. Full of uh, crawfish and potatoes and corn, mm. and it was just—it was, was a great messy. So you're eating outdoors? Yeah, because it was so hot. Well, it's not hot when it's 57. No, the sun was shining. They also had heat lamps all in the all the oh, surrounding. Heat lamps, okay. It was a perfect. Anyway, um, but that was a very very fun afternoon, and it reminded me of you because a how much you like seafood. I love seafood, yeah. And B, it was a celebration because, you know, Mardi Gras happens, I guess, this week? Tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll, Fat t- I'll tell you somebody who is really, really Sad. having a hard time adjusting. And that I know, is, uh, I feel bad. Uh, Kevin, Kevin from New Orleans. Kevin, we feel bad for you. Kevin from New Orleans, boy, he is. We're thinking uh, of you. Thoughts and prayers. Out in the Thoughts and prayers. Of, out in the middle of a, a, a little desert shithole in the <laughs> desert of California. Southern California. Riverside. Well, that's what airplanes are for. If you want to insult somebody, say, "Yeah, well, you're still living in your trailer in Riverside." I've done. It works almost that nice? every time when I'm fighting, fight, fighting on Facebook with uh, California people. I just tell them, "Are you still living in the trailer in Riverside?" I live in Santa Barbara. I live here. <laughs> oh yeah, bullshit! Don't you wish? Isn't Mike coming to? Or Mike, isn't Kevin coming to visit soon? Yeah, March third. Oh, that's like next week. Is it next week? Yeah. We yeah. should have him as our guest. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, yeah, I think about uh, Kevin around this time because it's, you know. Well, all of his Facebook shit is stuff about New Orleans. 
Yeah, I know. He's, he's done. Poor little fella. He's pretty much done saying how horrible it is living in Riverside, California. I think I'm going to go to New Orleans in May for a weekend. Uh, a friend of mine just bought a house. And, uh, well, the weather should be good. Yeah. And so she's been, it's Go Girl's old roommate. So. Is she a lesbian? No. She has a, a, a boyfriend. And so she and her boyfriend uh, are engaged and are, you know, taking those steps toward that life. So they are, uh, they just bought a house. To a straight life? No. <laughs> to, to, you know, uh, long time companionship. Have you ever met Ida? No, I have not. How is this oh. possible? I don't know. You should. You she's should down there. Yeah, you should. Well, she lives there. She loves it. She's she's her wife and her are down there. Um, you definitely should. I'll give you her, her phone number. You guys should have a drink. All right, sounds good to me. They're fun. Her sister, her her her, her uh, wife is fun too. Oh, that's nice. Um, speaking of, and she listens to our blogs too. I mean, podcast. Oh. oh, hi, Ida. I'd, I'd love to say hello if yeah. I'm down there and grab yeah. some drinks and chill out. Yeah. Um, speaking of pissing people off on Facebook, what sort of trouble are you on with people well, on the here, Twitter yeah, and yeah, the Facebook? Here's an and interesting thing. I've been, I've been going um, pretty much viciously at all the Bernie brats because they really, they really turn my stomach. And I, it's not because I have a big problem with Bernie. I mean, because I, 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 you know, I voted for him in the primaries against Hillary, and I gave him money and all that shit. It's not that so much. I mean, I think he's going to be have a very difficult time uh, with all of his baggage winning. But my big problem with Bernie is um, his age, which is my age, his heart condition, which is my heart condition, and I'm aware of all this shit. And but all this kind of. Um, Making him a super fucking hero, like he's some super lefty or something. He's not a super fucking lefty, but I, you know, I like him. But I hate the fucking people that that are, you know, his big, the the Bernie brats. It's basically they're just saying I won't vote for anybody except Bernie, you know, and all that shit, and and then attacking Mayor Pete and all the other other um, candidates. You know, fuck you assholes. The fucking enemy is not them. The enemy is that fucking piece of shit that's president. And we got to do whatever we can to beat the fuck. Why the fuck are they attacking Bernie? They do the same fucking thing to him. No, Bruce. no, no, they don't. Bullshit. Oh, yep. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, hey, Con, do they go to and do, Warren? They go after him. He's no, a sexist. Bernie's it, a no, sexist. It's fine to do that during the debate, but what you don't do is send your fucking goon squad to their fucking. Squad. He does send his no, goon squad. Bullshit. They disrupt their fucking goddamn uh, rallies and shit. And if you see, and if you see, if you I've come across what I'm seeing on goddamn, I won't vote for anybody, but I've never heard any Mayor Pete or Klobuchar or even the Biden assholes say they won't vote. No, because they're all corporate. They won't. Oh, yeah. All right. Like Bernie's not corporate. corporate. Bernie's not corporate. Bernie's this guy. That's Bernie doesn't horse. have one billionaire on on his donations. No, Bernie's got two and a half million fucking dollars and three fucking houses. You're worse what than is, a Bernie socialist. You're worse than a Bernie brat. Look at you now, attacking oh, me. Well, that no. This is exactly my point. Look no, at you no, two but arguing. Let me, but let me finish. You're 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 let distracting me, from the real problem. Let me let me finish my let me finish Pissy what face. I'm saying. The latest attack on Bernie is that he said a few nice things about Fidel back in the day. So I've been calling, I've been 
making fun of the Bernie Bratz mothers and everything else. I've been very vicious because they've been vicious too. Um, but when the, the attacks on Bernie about Fidel, I came out today and said, you fucking scum-sucking rat bastards. <laughs> Fidel did all kinds of great things. He was a heroic figure at one time. He defeated the fucking... He, he got fucking Batista with the biggest, most powerful country in the world, 90 miles away, uh, trying to protect Batista, and not to mention the fucking mafia, the fucking Kennedy punks invaded with the Bay of Pigs, and um, he defeated them, and guess who got killed? Who assassinated? The fucking Kennedy punks. So I said, I love fucking Fidel. Yes, he went fucking batshit nuts, but who wouldn't, after with the most powerful country in the world, go in after him? So I'm defending Bernie this on this guy. point. So now the asshole Bernie Brad's coming at me saying, Oh, you finally come around. You finally come back. I said, You fucking scum sucking little shit eyed fuck faces. I never went away. I never fucking went away. It's just that I have a fucking brain, you shitheads. And. I try to explain. There are no fucking heroes. Every, there's something wrong with every one of those candidates. But we need them. We need them. Okay, are you done? I could go on, but yeah, <laughs> I think so. All right, my point is this. You two are each other's throats. You're on the same side. Right. Did you see him back off? Did yeah, you everyone's see, did you distracted see Con- by this. Well, you're the star. I have to see, back off. Yeah. Did you see Con- you're Johnny Carson. Off? I'm Ed He's McMahon. He's the sidekick. He's the sidekick. That's you right. Got a, you well, got a I special tried, place in your heart for sidekicks. Yeah, but you know what I did? I tried to explain to Guillermo yeah. when he was here that I understand. I have empathy for sidekicks because I know we're the ones that make the stars. Well, clown, your time is to shine now. Shine, clown. <laughs> Can I read you guys this thing I found on Twitter yesterday? It was so fucking funny. So this woman... Created a, a basically a description of a date that she had with every presidential candidate. It's fake, of course, right? But it gives you a really good insight into who we're dealing with. So, I'll read you. I'll read you her dates with each presidential candidate. Ready? Bernie Sanders. Since we're on the topic, he picks you up at your apartment and takes you on the subway to Gray's Papaya, which is that hot dog joint in New York. He orders two recession specials for a total of 10.86, and you split the bill down the middle, even though he got a large soda. He yells in your face for three hours. You go home and cry into your pillow for six. <laughs> That's Bernie Sanders. Okay, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. You meet at 6 a.m. on a Sunday for a hike. She packed a first aid kit, sugar-free snacks, and brought you an extra visor. After mile five, you get tired and asked to rest. She keeps going without you. You're pretty fucking good. Joe Biden. I missed that because that guy just asked me if he could be on our podcast. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Joe Biden. He takes you to dinner in the meatpacking district. He orders you a Cosmo before you arrive, like on that new show, Sex in the City. He talks all night about a host nightclub, about a hot nightclub where his friend Barack has a table can get you in. Barack never shows up. <laughs> Are you listening to this? I'm listening. I'm trying to laugh. <laughs> Michael Bloomberg, he doesn't show up, but he pays for the entire restaurant's meal. He texts you an apology in Spanish. That's I heard cool. one of the funniest tweets about the debate 
the last debate, they said Mike Bloomberg shows up at a knife fight with, knife fight with a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, two more. I'll read you two more. Amy Klobuchar. She, sh- she shows up on time, laughs at your jokes, and asks you insightful questions about yourself. Yet you can't help but text your sick side piece under the table. You skip dessert and go to his place. Yeah, no, she's scary. You see where she gets pissed off? Okay, last well, one. Well, she's got some, like, stories about abusing her staff oh, big time. big time. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, really? She made, yeah. All right, I'll stop there. But these are hilarious. Because um, I think they're very interesting and pretty accurate uh, descriptions of some of these people. Anyway. Um, what did she say about Mayor Pete? What kind of date is he? Oh, so you did want to listen to more, huh? Well, I want to know what she thinks of, uh, you know, going out with a gay guy. <laughs> she wrote about Pete. Um, here. Pete Buttigieg. He takes you to an Afghan restaurant and orders the entire meal in Dari. A man of color walks by and he says, what's up, my brother? You leave the emergency room at 5 a.m. They're pretty good. Anyway, um, okay, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. But before we wrap up, what I would like to do is get your uh, thoughts on Harvey. Today, oh, he Harvey. was found Well, you know, it's, it's great. It's, it's good because I did that painting, which you now have. I put. have it. I have it. I bet you it's not hanging, though. It's hanging in our bedroom. I would doubt that if I went over I'll show here, you a picture. If I went I'll over take here, a picture of it hanging in the I bedroom. Would, that would be evidence because I'd like to see okay. evidence because you're historically don't do that shit. But, um, I like that painting. I, I, think, it's, I think it's cool. I, I was really hoping Harvey get get fucking nailed. You know, even doing Jerry, I wrote, in fact, my blog today, I wrote about it today on my, on my blog. So so that's, if anybody's really interested in my fantastic insights, especially into prisons and stuff like that, which I have great expertise in, um, then uh, check out uh, Geriatric Genius's uh, blog. That's all I'm going to say about Harvey. Really? Fuck. You're not going to give a, a quick little summary? Did he get convicted and yeah, stuff? Yeah, convicted on two of the easier counts. But even if he only gets five fucking years. Oh, but they immediately cuffed him and put him in custody. So uh, he's, 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 he's in jail. And uh, they got him into a medical facility. He'll be doing soft time in a way. I mean, medical facility, geriatric, all that. He's 67. But... Um, I, I go into the history of Hollywood, you know, like all all the great actresses had to suck a whole lot of dicks to, you know, become stars. That was just given. Now, of course, uh, and what I don't understand is guys have to use rough stuff like uh, Bill Cosby and him. I mean, come on, you're a big star. You, you can't get pussy and you're a big fucking, you got power and your money. God, well, that's crazy. You should do, should do at least rough 10 stuff. years for, for doing rough stuff. Yeah. yeah. Man, in the last week, uh... You've had some uh, good figures that you've painted do some good shit. Oh. Harvey and Rod. Oh, Rod. I mean, we, we, Rod's big. Went, went viral once once again. It did? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Well, I made, I made it a proposition. I, my mic seems should, to be... It's my you ca- should do a new version of that with his white hair. No. <laughs> can you hear, can, can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Okay. Good, good okay. enough. Good enough. It's just something with the uh, headphones. Oh, okay. 
But anyway, I made an offer the day Rod got out. I said if Rod would stop by the Yale House at a at agreed time, that we would, um, I'd give him a thousand dollars if he'd come in and sign posters. I'm surprised he didn't take you up on it. Well, I think as soon as he finds out about it, he might. But uh, that went big time, especially on Twitter. I got a gazillion new friends on Twitter. Oh wow! Followers. Yeah. Oh so, wow! So yeah, that that's that's very. Very pertinent. Are those? Are they yelling over at us? Yeah, they're drunk idiots right now. No, they're not yelling at us. They're just yelling at the ATM machine. I think. Oh, okay. All right. That's <laughs> it's a all. Monday night at the Yale House. I, I would suggest. Um, <laughs> Let's wrap this up before I would some other Yahoo comes over Anybody interested in Harvey Weinstein and my relationship with Anthony Bourdain over Weinstein and Aja and Rose? Oh yeah, that's a good read, one. Read my blog today. Read the I blog. I don't care to read, go over it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, princess. Okay, our little diva. All right, well, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Everybody, um, thank you. Uh, Clown, thanks for uh, moving those buttons. Well, he attacked me pretty viciously, didn't I he? I attacked him viciously. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the one thing this guy remembers. Uh, <laughs> um, Bring it on, Bernie Bratz. Bring it on, motherfuckers. <laughs> Okay, genius. Is that going to be being... the title? Bring it on, Bernie Bratz? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Bring it on, Bernie Bratz. Okay, there we go. But I ended up defending him today. I'm the only, in fact, I am the only defender I've seen on the internet defending his um, his uh, complimenting, complimenting Fidel. I'm it. All right, well, genius. Uh, so when it gets serious, I'm there for you, Bernie. Genius, thanks for being you. You're welcome. Everybody, thank you for listening. Um, say goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Yeah, I like that. <laughs>